Hello, 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 and welcome to Fully Blooming with me, Ola Parks. In a world where we are inundated with information telling us what to do and who to be, this podcast is here to remind you that you already have all the strength, power, and wisdom within you to fully bloom, and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fully Blooming. This is going to be a really quick one, um, all about how to do a digital energy cleanse. So it's not a digital detox because that is just switching off from your phone, right? And we all kind of know or have the idea of what it should be. This is a digital energy cleanse. So to put it into context a little bit, Every single thing that we have a connection to, whether it's a person, a place, um, a job, we have some sort of energy connection with that thing or person or place, right? And the same can be said for all the things that are on our phone. And we need to be very, very conscious of where we are draining our energy. So where we are kind of having energy leaks, where we are... Um, noticing that yeah potentially people call them energy vampires so after being with someone do you just feel like your energy is completely drained and you just feel depleted and exhausted and also yeah as I said the same can be said for our digital world and something that I did this summer which took a while not gonna lie is I went through all of my WhatsApp messages, all of my WhatsApp archives, which was a little bit scary, all of my emails, all of my Facebook, all of my Instagram, um, what else? All of my files on my laptop. I haven't done my extra memory because I just can't face that right now. But the messages are kind of a very easy way to start. And what a digital a digital energy cleanse is is going through and deleting and removing anything that doesn't that you don't need right now so it's almost a bit like the what's it the murray condo if it doesn't serve you in this moment or you don't feel joy from it get rid of it it's kind of a similar concept to that i guess but how many of us have speaking from my experience <laughs> I had over 800 messages in my archives, including groups, um, groups that I'd left, but I archived anyway, um, because it's this, oh, but it's a memory. Oh, maybe I want to look back and read through, or, and I'm sure we've potentially done it with exes, we've done it with friends that we're not friends with anymore, because it's, oh, but I don't want, for me, it was, oh, I don't want to let it go because it's a memory. Oh, what if I want to remind myself of something? And it was really, really interesting because I've kept all of these messages for years. Some of them went back to 2014, which I think is when I probably first got WhatsApp or something, or maybe 2015, I can't remember. And I thought, I have never, ever looked at any of these. Of course I haven't, because I have more interesting things to do with my life rather than live in the past, right? (laughs) And what was so fascinating was I could just go through and clear all of them and there were some groups that I still had to leave um it was a whole process and 
the lightness and the freedom that I felt after clearing my archives and also messages that were currently in my um, normal messages that I just, I normally would have put into archives, but actually I was like, really, can I just delete them? Yes, yes, I can just delete them. And it was really interesting because it was this kind of, I don't want to live in the past anymore. I want to move forwards. I want to almost feel free of these things. And actually these things are almost holding me back in some ways, right? And I think the digital energy cleanse is such an easy way to clear things that no longer serve us. And it was very, very interesting what happened after I did this. You might notice that some people message you. You deleted their message and some people might message you because in some way it's a cord cutting. If you know what that is, you'll understand what I'm saying. But it's if you don't, it's imagine that you've got yeah, the string or this rope or this cord connecting you to someone else, right? And in some ways, deleting a message, I know it sounds trivial, but just deleting that message is actually doing a bit of a cord cutting with them. It's almost breaking that energetic um, connection or bond with them, right? So it's really, really interesting um, what kind of happens afterwards. And just notice how you feel after you do it and just dedicate yourself do it. Spend an hour. Just be like, right, this hour I am doing this. I am clearing out my WhatsApp archives or maybe use Telegram or whatever you use. And then go into your contacts and delete the ones that you have not contacted in years. And maybe you want to say, okay, if I haven't contacted them in a year, they're out. Or if I haven't contacted them in two years, they're out. Um, you can set your own parameters in this, right? And then you come back in a year's time and you do the same again. But it's, it's, I think our phones especially are such a energy drain anyway. We know that, right? We know that uh, the digital things that we use, they are draining our energy in so many ways, whether we're on Instagram, whether we are staring at a screen all day. It's not good for us necessarily and so the more that we are almost allowing this kind of um object to kind of I kind of see it as this object is holding so much of our energy right it's holding all of these connections and in some ways yes we are more connected than we've ever been before but at the same time so many of us can feel more isolated we might have a thousand contacts in our phone book and we speak to one or two of them, right? That's not connection. But at the same time, it's almost this feeling of, well, if I have all these contacts, then in some ways I'm more connected. And that's just not, it's just not the case, right? (laughs) It's not the case. So yeah, I was just going through your WhatsApps, going through, what are you holding onto? It's a real amazing insight into what are you holding onto? What are you, what person, what memories, what, past you holding on to and why is it a struggle to let it go um at the end of the day we all have so many thousands of photos on our phone right we have a lot of memories and how many of us actually go back through them i'm not saying go and delete all your photos i think i would burst into tears if i did that <laughs> i mean i'm sure there's some that i could easily delete but that's another thing i don't know how i mean in 10 years how many thousands of photos are we gonna have i don't know that's another story or I need someone to sort something out for me, I don't know. 
but it is it's this store of energy and even if we think oh yeah I've let them go or you know I'm so over that why then do we hold on to that message or that person in our contacts right and what I used to do when I was on Instagram was kind of every six months I would go through all of the people that I was following and all the people that followed me and thought this was different if I was on my business account but for my private account I would be like when I I don't even know what that account is for unfollow or um yeah if I saw someone who was following me I'd be like "Mm, actually I don't feel comfortable with you seeing what I'm doing or I, I don't really know why yeah if you don't feel like it's right then you have the right to remove them from your followers this is your own space right and it's a very public space in some ways um well not in some ways in all ways um and the same would be for my business I would always have like a limit of how many people I would follow because at the end of the day it's it's still it's you're you're putting your energy into that space right you're putting your energy into following those people in some ways you are creating that kind of energetic connection with that person whether you know them or not whether it's a stranger or whatever um yeah and so what have I gone through whatsapp contacts instagram do the same with facebook go through your friends list and remove people that you you're not friends with anymore like why are we keeping them in our space why um I would do it if I don't know if I was just on my feed I don't really use facebook that much but or at all at times but um if someone popped up I'd be like who are you (laughs) unfriend gone like it's having also this trust of if I'm meant to meet that person, if that person is meant to be in my life, I trust that something more than Facebook is going to bring them back into my life. Um, and yes, if I've deleted someone, then a year later be like, oh, damn it. Like, I wish I could message them or I don't know. Then can you trust that the universe will bring them back into your life if they're meant to be there, right? Um, so you've got WhatsApp. Instagram, contacts, Facebook, emails. This is a huge one. Unsubscribe. How many thousands of emails do we get? And it's so interesting because again, can you trust that whether you follow that person, whether you subscribe to that person, if you really sit with it and think, yes, actually I do want to listen to them or I do want to read their content or this is actually adding value to my life. Great keep them I'm not saying we're wiping absolutely everyone and everything from our um lives that's just not how we work or function we don't necessarily get to have a blank slate right um I mean some of us do and it's it's a hard it's a hard process to go through but um hopefully the majority of us do not have to get to that point where we're at a blank slate but really like be like okay when was the last time I actually opened that email or oh I remember signing up to that years ago and I've never actually opened an email and again I think we hold on to these subscriptions because it's oh maybe it'll be a discount in the future or maybe um when I have this then I'll need that or again can you trust that it'll come back into your life when you need it or maybe there's something else or maybe it's someone else or and it's just we put and allow ourselves to be pulled in so many directions right and especially now we are consuming so much information and 
we are, and so much of it is subconscious, so much of it we don't even realise that we're consuming. And that is one of the reasons why I came off Instagram, because even though I was curating my feed so much to people that were inspiring, to places that I wanted to go to travel, to really incredible people, artists, creators, um, other coaches, other healers, amazing, amazing people, what... it was so much information and actually what I realised it was taking me away from what did I actually believe what did I think what did I feel and I think it's really really interesting because I thought okay with Instagram when I create my own um, world when I create my own bubble in that space then I'll be safe almost then I'll be it's almost like it was almost going to be a good, a good place to be, right? And I'm not saying that Instagram is bad or whatever. For me, it was amazing for unlocking a lot of things. Like I did my Instagram lives, I did, um, it's a really, I think it can be a real platform to start showing up because it's so easy, right? You just do it and it's just there and it can be really challenging for some people. And I remember like, I couldn't even my first post on Instagram, not even like, it wasn't even a picture of myself or anything. It took ages, probably about a month for me to like write it and create it. And then I didn't even show my face for a couple of months, I think. They were always like photos of my back and stuff. Um, I mean, it just, that seems alien to me now. And so I do think it's like, it does push you out of your comfort zone a lot and you yeah it is an amazing platform to really like start showing up absolutely but at the same time you are consuming a hell of a lot of knowledge and insight and content and I think it also distracts you from how do you feel how do you want to do things rather than following what other people are doing even if it's a really productive or productive in inverted commas um, even if it's a really helpful thing like an anger release, a somatic anger release. This is how you can do a somatic anger release, for example, seeing it on Instagram. Great, fantastic at the start if you have no idea how to even begin. However, for me, it is really, oh, my voice is going, uh, it is really a distraction from my intuition a lot of the time. Um, I used to follow a lot, this is probably, oh my god, 10 years ago, (laughs) when I say I used to, 10 years ago, I remember following a lot of, like, these health pages and, like, healthy food and healthy this and healthy that, and I really completely and utterly ignored what my body needed and wanted, and it was not a good space to be in. All of a sudden, I wasn't eating this because apparently it was bad. I mean, I think I remember we all remember that fad of like clean food, and um, it, it was just nuts. And thankfully, I found intuitive eating through that. But um, there's still some things that still pop into my head in at random times, being like, "Hey, you probably shouldn't do that." Because do you remember that one post years ago where they said? don't know peppers (laughs) had this or something that they were bad for you and 
yes, for some people, peppers can be bad and that your body doesn't like them. Absolutely. I'm not discrediting that. I'm saying it is not the same for everybody, right? And the more that we allow someone else externally to tell us something, whether that, as I said, whether it's even really helpful stuff, like a yoga practice or cold showers or cold dips or a certain time of breath work or getting up at five o'clock in the morning or running or um, this type of meditation or whatever. There are so many helpful things right now on Instagram, which is fantastic and in the world generally. However, it's so easy to get overwhelmed with those things because there are so many different things that we can do. I mean, I don't think know how many hours in the day we would need if we had to do absolutely everything that was beneficial to us, right? At the end of the day, we need to pick what is right for us and what feels good to us. And I think the more information that we consume externally, the less we tune in internally. The more, and it's the same for everything, the more that we look externally for things, the more that we lose touch with ourselves. Um, The more we look to another person to give us joy, the less connection to joy we have within ourselves the more we look to other people for validation the less validation we have within ourselves right and it's so interesting how the digital world it is right there at our fingertips and we can get all of these things on demand like validation how many likes did I get on something um I can look for all sorts of advice I can look for oh this is how I meant to solve this And also, I think it really emphasises and it really um, kind of accentuates this right and wrong way of doing things, whereas there isn't a right and wrong way of doing things. There is your way of doing things, and of course there are things that are wrong to do, which I'm sure we can all bring to mind. However, there is not a right and wrong way to release your anger okay that's a bad example (laughs) um (laughs) because there are definitely not ideal ways to release your anger um that's a very bad example um there are not what i'm trying to say is there are not right good and bad ways or right and wrong ways to do things and i think we've been told that because there's so much research because there are so many coaches out there because there are so many healers and so much now connection to our bodies it is very much oh my gosh okay I'm doing I need to feel I'm feeling this so I need to do this or I'm having this disagreement with a friend I need to respond in this particular way because that's the right way to do it at the end of the day we're human and it is very easy to get sucked into this trap of this is the perfect way to do things that's I okay that's what I'm trying to say there is no perfect way to do things um yeah I would say there are right and wrong ways to do things but there is no perfect way to do things and I think that's also where Instagram comes in of this um this is the perfect way to live this is the perfect way to be and actually it just completely ignores our own body signals our own body's intuition right um so in a roundabout way that is why i came off instagram because i thought 
it for me personally it was my business it was I was getting so much information on how to build my business and I in theory I was doing all the things however I didn't really feel like I was getting anywhere or getting anywhere that I wanted to be and something had to change I had to kind of take a step back and be like okay something's not working here and it came very very clearly in a meditation of get off Instagram because the more information I was consuming the more the less and the more energy I was putting into that the less time I was the less time and energy I was actually spending on figuring out and tuning in what is right for my business what is right for me what is right for my goals and achieving them right and it was pretty magic as soon as I came off Instagram within I mean it was addictive I really noticed how much I was relying on it for a lot of things um and yeah I was like oh I I suddenly started taking a lot less photos because I was like oh that would be a really good photo for that with um this caption next to it etc etc and I was I became a lot more present which actually brought up a lot of things (laughs) looking back um because I was a lot more present um I actually started talking to my friends more on the phone or on voice notes um the ones who weren't in the country with me or traveling um And then I actually discovered a whole different platform for my work to go out because I think if you're a creative, if you are a, I love to write and I love to do this, right? So I had my podcast as an outlet, which I'm so grateful for and because I love doing it (laughs) and I also now have my Substack, which is this kind of newsletter blog space and I'm also creating this membership and I did the online thing and on the autumn equinox day and so there's all of these things have come from that I kind of had a few ideas of what I wanted to do but so much of I had so much more time and it's not just spending the actual the physical time on your phone on Instagram it's actually those energetic like ties and pulls to that app right and so that would be my final thing delete any apps on your phone that you just don't need so simplify things really simplify it um because yeah as i said at the beginning we have these energetic ties this energetic pulls to so many things and especially now we are going through such big transitions in the world we need to be as grand as we can and we need to kind of not conserve our energy but hold on to and contain as much of our own energy as we can and really notice where we're having those leaks um so you know maybe potentially limiting also your time watching the news or cutting it out at certain days or um i mean i do not watch the news anymore because it is too i haven't watched it for two three years I don't listen to it on the radio nothing um of course if there is something going on then I do but I am very selective about where I get my sources from and how much time I allow myself to consume that because the rhetoric is never positive the rhetoric you don't fully know who's backing it what perspective it's coming from it is very as 
unbiased as someone is trying to be, it is still someone's perspective, right? Um, whether it's at organisations or whatever. So, um, yes, and if you're very empathetic, as I am, um, watching distressing images is not conducive in any way, shape or form. I can read about it and but I really need to limit, you know, what I consume. Um, and yeah, really start thinking for yourself, start tuning into your body, start listening to your intuition. Um, as you may have gathered, that is what I'm passionate about. And so on that note, thank you so much for listening again. And yeah, if you have any questions or any other things that you want me to talk about, Um, or want to explain further, let me know. Um, I hope to see you on my Substack and I now have my online membership, the Fully Blooming Exploration Space that is really moulded and shaped by the people within it. Um, The basis is that you get one channeled meditation for the month, Um, you get the self-inquiry journaling prompts and there's one live call a month as well. and the other things are just extra on top, anything that you guys want, um, I kind of tune in as well collectively, and yeah, we're guided by what you want, so yeah, I hope to see you there as well, and if not, I will see you at my other events, or back on the Fully Blooming podcast, so thank you so much for being here, and speak to you very soon, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Fully Blooming. I hope that you're now feeling inspired, empowered and motivated to start listening to your intuition, to trust that inner voice and to go after what you want in your own life. If you're interested in finding out more about what I do and how I can help you, all of my details are in the episode description below and please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate your support by sharing it, rating and subscribing. Remember, every single one of us is here to thrive and expand into all that we're here to be. See you next time for another episode of Fully Blooming.